Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now let's get started. Welcome, welcome up to the Parafair today. Today we have a special guest. We have Ed Robinson, who's a longtime friend and mentor. Uh, he's been around our family for a while, and, and it's just a great person for a lot of advice that he likes to give out to to the many people that he knows, he's affected a lot of lives in the um, Los Angeles area. Um, great person. Hopefully at the end of the podcast, you're able to reach out to him. If you're going through something or whatnot, he'll give you a, his ear. He'll give you his wisdom. So welcome to the Parafair today, um, Ed Robinson. How are you doing today? Uh, George, I'm doing good, man. I want to thank you and Maria for an opportunity to appear on the Parafair podcast. So I'm excited. Very good. My first question is, how do you advertise yourself to people? Uh, the way I advertise myself is that I try to be intentional about connecting with people. So simply just introduction. Uh, I may meet someone who doesn't look like me, talk like me, whatever. And I really try to like to get to know people from different perspectives because, you know, there's a lot of intersections that we all have. And in the work that I do as a life coach, you know, uh, my main thing is, connecting with folks and then eventually it comes through a lot through word of mouth. It's word of mouth. You're not on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or I, I, the latest and greatest you know, <laughs> whatever's out there. You can't yeah. I can't keep up. So Yeah, you know it no, it's funny. I do have some platforms on Facebook. I am on uh Instagram, I'm on Facebook, um uh you know, I do the typical email, that kind of thing, whatever. So so I, I have different areas along those lines, but a lot of it, again, believe it or not, comes through word of mouth. Well, at the end of the show, I want you to make sure you leave your Instagram posts or your, your you know, your Instagram social media stuff. So people want to get in contact. We have like listeners like all over the world that just need some encouragement every now and then. So we'll, we'll leave that at okay. the end of the show. My next question is, what um, what's, your, what's your attribute that's for success? What has made you so successful in life? I think, George, what has made me successful is that uh, I grew up poor. I grew up in the town of Watts. I grew up during the time of the Watts riots. I saw a whole lot of things. I grew up in a uh, a home where uh, uh, there was just a bunch of stuff, chaos that was going on. Eventually, my mother and father uh, divorced and, uh, and so forth. But w- what I'm saying is that all of those things just served to make me stronger. So in other words, I had to learn to take the initiative. Uh, you know, when you have to take care of your younger siblings, I learned leadership, you know, through uh, watching out and making sure that uh, people understood what the end game was. We're trying to get back home. We need to pay this bill or whatever. Uh, so my mother taught me a lot about success, even though she was not a business person. I saw how she persevered. I saw how she was selfless. I saw how she uh, made sure that she kept everybody together. And those skills to me were kind of transferable. Yes, I did go to college and I did all of the normal things. But from a baseline thing, it was more so watching my mother up close and how uh, she provided for us. There were nine of us, George. And Mm -hmm. mom made sure that we got what we needed. And six of us went off to college and got across the line and did things we needed to do. So those, those things are really tied to some of the things that I saw at home. Again, little things like, you know, getting up early and taking out the trash, making up your bed, yeah. uh, things that young people don't want to do today, 
they helped me out a lot, you know, knowing when, okay, we don't have a whole lot of money to get, you know, the Chuck Taylor All-Stars or the today's, you know, LeBron shoes, et cetera, et cetera. But we worked hard and diligent. And Mama used to tell us all the time that education is the key that can unlock the door to your future. So those are the things that have served me even into my adulthood. My next question is, like, as you mentioned, you're a life coach. What makes you unique? What makes you different than the next life coach? If I came to you for something, what would, why would I want to stay with you as a life coach? Thanks, George. That's a very good question. I think because of my experience. So one is that I, uh, I served as a pastor. I've served as a pastor for nearly 10 years. I was in corporate America for 33 years. And then I did a cable television program uh, in the city of Compton, my beloved city of Compton, I might add, for 19 years. And so when you put all of those experiences together, summarily it comes to a point where I feel uh, I am a very effective listener and I have different tools, if you will, in which I can pull out of to help someone to connect with the things, tools we learn, re- referring to uh, resources. So I think that's what my, 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 my experience that I bring to the table. And then uh, I was mentored and coached by several people over the years. And when I put all of that together as a uh, life coach, it, it, I think that's what makes me stand out, having that business experience, that pastoral experience, as well as that community uh, side of the house, too. That's good. Have you ever, you know, doing all these experiences you have with all these have you ever turned down a client or someone who needed some help? Yes, I have, George. You know, there's an old adage that, oh, money ain't good money. And so it's there I talk with people and you realize that uh, their intent is not well. Their intent may be to malign someone. Their intent may be to get back at someone. Uh, their intent may be to harm someone and they want to utilize you and or your business vehicle, if you will, get back at someone and I have to be very mindful of that I've had a couple you know people were very upfront and they told me what they were trying to do and I, I just couldn't uh, I couldn't get with that mm-hmm. and so thusly uh, you know I, I ended up not uh, taking on the business and I was okay with that and, they, and the thing is they probably offered you a lot of money to help them and because you could offer a lot of different things and sometimes you have to be really careful who you select and who you don't select you know so I could, I exactly. Could, yeah, I could imagine. Um, no, I was. I was just going to say, as you were saying, though, you know, they come from you from all life, and uh, they want to offer you the world. But my main thing is really about integrity and really trying to do the right thing to make sure that people are either negotiating or talking um, out of fairness versus, you know, having a secret motive. And what that secret motive is, parts of a life, I think. That business owner, he or she has a uh, responsibility to either, you know, roll with it, go along with it, or to take a stand against it. Right. And my last question as we wrap this up is, if you had one piece of advice for someone just starting out, maybe if you could talk to yourself as you were younger, or, or someone who's just starting out, what would it be? What would you? What kind of advice would you give that person? I would say, I- I would say it this way. I would say let your faith be bigger than your fear. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, fear paralyzes a lot of people from doing whatever they needed to do. I mean, talented people who are listening to your podcast, talented people who have a ideal, 
uh, challenging people who want to go back to school, challenging people who want to lose weight, whatever it is. And the point is letting one's faith, that is letting one's, you know, confidence in self, uh, whether it's confidence in a, in a higher power, whatever they want to, uh, how they want to categorize it, being bigger than the fear. Because uh, fear, I look at it as an acrostic. It's like an acrostic false expectation appearing real. And so um, uh, I learned that, you know, just the hard way that, you know, through life, um, that when things, when things get very difficult and things get very challenging, I can either sink or swim. And so going back to what I said earlier, when my mother would say nothing beats a failure, but a try. There's been so many different things that I've done, George, that I should not have been, so to speak, successful at. But it, I just put one foot in the front of the other. When I did the, the cable television programming company, I have no background in media and broadcast journalism, but I had a burning desire and I had people who were willing to listen to my pitch and it gave me an opportunity. And now once we got there, we, we, uh, we, you know, things happen. So another old adage, you know, if you stay ready, you got to get ready. And so, uh, that's, uh, those, those would be my thoughts. Right. My last, I know that's my last question, but I have one more question for you. All the people that you deal with, why do they fail? What is the common denominator that you see in a lot of people who fail that you start them off on this program? You're talking to them. Why do they seem to fail? Is it their faith? Is it, is it just not giving up too soon? Or what do you see in most people who fail in things that you're trying to do? I think that, that, that that's an excellent question. I think the thing that I see that happens most, George, is that people are willing to listen to the naysayers, the haters, the, 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 the folks that's envious of them. They listen more to them than following their heart. And so I can't tell you the multitude of people that I deal with from professional people, educated people who want to do something, but a sibling, a lover, a friend, or a, a neighbor, or someone is telling them what they can't do. And so then they started buying into it. And my thing is like, I tell people that, you know, you gotta, you just gotta dare to be different because sometimes it's George, the difference that actually makes the difference. It's like a, it's a point that I say to myself every day, and I, and I recite this to clients from time to time. It says that if you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win but think you can't, it is almost a sense you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. So in the world, we find success begins with the person's will. Life's battles don't go to the stronger or faster the person, but sooner or later, the person wins thinks they can't. And all that simply means it goes all the way back to self. You know what? I'm going I'm to I'm come up with an idea about a podcast. And so here it is, you and Marie. Maria have pushed forward, and there are probably people said, oh, you couldn't do it. Yeah. You don't have time. I just think, again, <laughs> listening to the wrong crowd. You know, everybody's not ready for our dreams, uh, uh, George. So no, that's the thing that I tell people. You got you to gotta go with what you know. You got to go with what is placed in your heart. And you just got to, again, just just, just dare to be different. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Well, thank you for uh, stopping by and stopping your day to, to sit down and talk with us. And I want you to make sure that everyone, if they want to reach out to you and talk to you, how can we reach out and talk to you or communicate? With uh, you? Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm on uh, Instagram at um, it's, uh, Ed with W-I-T-H mm -hmm. at Instagram. Uh, and then uh, my email is Ed uh, at SamRayLife.com. Okay. And I'll I'll leave a lot of these links in the bio in the bio of the show too, so people need to oh, okay. go into it. We'll, we'll exchange stuff. And so, anything else you want to 
ads for today or because it's been great? No, I just want to I, I just want to thank you for, uh, your, for the work that you're doing and trying to disseminate positive stories and inspirational stories and uplifting people. And just want somebody that's sitting there listening to this pro, uh, program, this podcast, to know that they can do it, man. It's just a matter of just like Nike said, just do it. And James Brown said, just get up off of that thing and make stuff happen. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Mr. Uh, Ed Robinson, for stopping by. And I want to thank you deeply from our heart for all the things that you've done for our family in the years. And um, thanks again. Okay. You're welcome, George. Thank you. Continue right. success. All right. This week's episode has come to an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share, and get involved. Join us next time.